Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News. I got all your entertainment content this afternoon. October 12th, it's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right. And boy, do we have a lot to get into today. What a fiery day. So much going on below the surface in Bachelor Nation. That's right. We've got... Uh, some real uh, developing stories regarding the Clayton Eckerd scandal that is out there. I hate to call it a Clayton Eckerd scandal. He is the alleged victim of a potential pregnancy uh, hoax. Uh, this story, uh, the lid is blowing off of it as we speak. I made a Patreon today which is a private membership-only community, where I showed the overlapping of evidence that unequivocally proves fraud. Fraud! Um, you, could, you could say allegedly, but I think at this point it's unequivocally. Did, did I pronounce that right? I don't think so. All right, well, we're going to jump into some other stories. We've got Ari, you know, Bachelor Ari. He's our featured story of the day. Of the day. Not because it's interesting so much as it's because it's funny. It was a funny video we made today regarding Ari finding out he was fired by a, by a lady who heard he was on The Bachelor, and she did not want that nonsense selling her a home. Of course, we're talking real estate. So we'll get into that. But tonight, we've got Golden Bachelor followed, and after that, we've got Bachelor in Paradise. And that means trailers for both. So here's our first trailer to share with you for Golden Bachelor, Episode 3, is tonight. The talent show. I brought along a friend, a very beloved member of Bachelor Nation, Caitlin Bristow. You're all stunning and sweet and look really terrified. I think it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. First up on the stage, Sandra. The show starts and the girls are crushing it. All right, so we're not going to share the rest of this trailer. It's very visually based, but it's a talent show. Again, a talent show for the ladies of the season of The Golden Bachelor. I don't know who's going to be the best knitter or whatever, you know, talents they've got. Maybe they're dancing the jive. Who knows? They're going to go to a sock hop. I'm not really sure. Either way, uh, with all due respect, I'm very excited. I know I'm going to cry. Why? Because I'm in touch with my emotions. I'm a strong human, and it's okay shedding a tear when you watch people find love, share hope, talk about about their you know past loves and tragedies and where you know all of that jazz. So very much looking forward to that. And we've got another trailer from Bachelor Nation. Um, excuse me, from Golden Bachelor. Let's play that one. Hi, ladies. Hi. I'm fashion designer Michael Costello. Hi. Gary called me and told me that tonight is a very special date night for one lucky lady, Ellen. Hi. <laughs> he picked me. All right, so so adorable. He picked me. That's Ellen. He she gets the special one-on-one date that happens every year where they it's kind of like the date where they make the lady feel special by, you know, giving her her own makeover, that you know, that kind of deal. So we'll have that on tonight's episode. And we're also going to show you guys what's going on with some trailers for tonight's Bachelor in Paradise episode. So very busy. You guys can catch me tonight at 7.30 p.m. East Coast, 4.30 p.m. Pacific. I'll be doing a pre-show live stream. And then after tonight's episodes at 11 p.m. East Coast and uh, what is that, at 8 p.m. Pacific, I will be doing an after-show live stream. So if you enjoy the hustle 
of what we got going on. Do me a solid and join us over there. Hit the like button. Share with your friends all that jazz. Those live streams are free. And I also want to mention a nice loyal sponsor we've got uh, for this episode. It's called HelloFresh. Bachelor Rush Hour is sponsored by HelloFresh. And this fall, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious, calorie-smart, and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. Look, we all know HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime. But did you know it can also save you money? HelloFresh is cheaper than groceries and 25% less expensive than takeout. Unless you know my wife, then, I mean, because my wife knows how to spend money when it comes to takeout. She'll order sushi like it's literally going out of style. You know what I mean? Uh, Whenever the Postmates guy arrives with boxes instead of bags, you know she spent too much money on takeout. Well, no need now that we have HelloFresh. Recipes and ingredients are amazing. There's just different things you would never consider. Like yesterday, we had the barbecue sloppy joe with the little pickles and the nice golden potato and the nice buns. I mean, they bring you only the things you need to cook that meal. So nothing's going to go bad. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 rush hour and use code 50 rush hour for 50% off meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 50 rush hour and use code 50 rush hour for half off meals plus free shipping America's number one meal kit. And if that doesn't quench your hunger, let's quench your thirst because we got some tea today here. uh, We've got the bachelor in paradise episode with new cast members coming down, lots of abs hitting the sand and it looks like Kat and Brayden are having their first fight. Have a listen. Kat is an amazing woman. That's what I'm focused on. She's smart and she's quirky and funny. I haven't felt like that, especially so fast. Yo. Tanner walks up the stairs, looking all fresh and definitely hot. I'm uh, I'm Tanner from from Charity Season. Clearly have a uh, a date card. And Kat, would you like to go on this date with me? Yeah, I would, actually, I think. (laughs) Have fun, kids. Bye, guys. Kat said yes right away. I mean, (laughs) I was surprised because she just got a rose from Brayden last night. I have a pit in my stomach right now. Oh, man. No, I mean, it just sucks. It's like, you know, I, I've had people choose other people over me before, and that's life, but like, uh, I want someone to choose me and like, see me and just be like, you know, that's who I want to be with, you know? Sad Brayden, folks. Brayden, sad. Gives his rose to Cat. Then the next morning, what does she do? She just moves along. Now, we, look, we like Cat. We like Brayden, and we're going to see how this all plays out. Methinks it is going to play out uh, way past the Bachelor in Paradise season and actually into uh, the off season because we've seen them kind of talk trash. He's accused her of hiring a PR person for her image. And so it's getting nasty out there. All right. Well, look, we've got a Demi Lovato, excuse me, Demi, not Lovato on Instagram, Demi Burnett, of course, Demi from The Bachelor. We've got a story about her, uh, which is a feel-good story. We're going to get to that in a second, but let's go to Zach He uh, poses this question on his Instagram. How can I be helpful? This is the question I ask myself in times of crisis. I encourage you to do the same. Maybe you can be a sliver of light through all the darkness. If every clinician who follows me donated one session, it would make a difference towards helping everyone affected by the war in Israel. Thanks. And here's what he had to say. Uh, In times of crisis and chaos, like we're seeing with this war over in Israel, what I try to do is ask myself, how can I be helpful? And for me, um, this one's pretty clear. I've worked in behavioral health care for the past 12 years, and I was able to uh, locate a link 
that's in my bio and shared in my stories for uh, clinicians to donate their time to those that have been affected by, by the real-time trauma that's taken place over, over in Israel. So this is a call to action. If you're a clinician and you have some time to give one, two, three, five hours, the link is in my bio. All right, so the link is in his bio. That's ZW Clark on Instagram, Zach Clark. And a lot of the comments, you know, there are good comments, and then there are comments saying unfollowing you, free Palestine, all these different things. And look, Zach says for those people that are affected uh, by the war that's broken out in Israel, and I don't, I think that negates the fact that there are plenty of civilians in in the Palestine region that are being affected right now. I, I stutter on my words to make sure I'm saying this very clearly. The enemy is a terrorist organization and not the people. Zach in no way uh, says anything to uh, denounce the civilians that are a part of this atrocity. So it's a big whataboutism to say, well, what about these other people? Well, yeah, of course. There are innocent victims on all sides of this senseless war, which has gone on for not just a decade or 100 years, but actually just goes back. It's, it's, it is the biggest pile of tangled Christmas lights out there that cannot be undone or hasn't been undone as of yet. Peace would be what we are pursuing. But of course, as we're watching it play out, it is heightened massacre and this and that. So why do we talk about it on some lousy show about bottom feeding in Bachelor Nation? Because it affects everybody. It affects everybody, not just Jewish people living in the U.S. We have audience that lives in Israel. And I'm sure we have um, audience that uh, would be, you know, uh, have differencing of opinions that listens and we get messages and DMs from people. No one's threatening to unsubscribe from me, at least not that I'm seeing, but I don't have as big a platform as Zach does. I appreciate that he's sharing hope and he's trying to get people to donate, therapists to donate their time to help people's mental health. That is not a bad thing. That is not worry of unfollowing. If he triggers you for that, I question you, look in the mirror and wonder why that bothers you so, so much. All right. Well, I've got the Demi Burnett story. Let's dive right into it. As you know, a contestant that has been near and dear to me is Demi Burnett. Not because she's perfect, but because she wears her heart on her sleeve. She's outspoken about issues that are concerning to her, uh, like you know, late-stage ADHD diagnosis, late-stage autism diagnosis. Her mom has been in prison, and she doesn't come from wealth or have any of this privilege. She's somebody who has, a, who has had to figure it out all by herself. Here is her post on her Instagram. Mom reveal. If you have been following me since The Bachelor, then you know my mom was in prison. After the show, she went back to prison for a while. During this time, I stopped drinking and chose to acknowledge my childhood pain. So much of that pain derived from deprivation of my mother's love. My mom always had the most love to give. I just wasn't with her enough to experience it. Flash forward to now, my mother is my best friend. We talk at least once a day on the phone. I lean on her for so much help with my day-to-day -day responsibilities. We even almost have the same sobriety date, July 2021. She just knows how to love me exactly the way I need. Mother's love is such a strong and beautiful feeling. While my mother may have been absent a lot of my childhood, she has never made me feel less than. She has never been mad at me or made me feel stupid. She treats me the way I want to be treated, and that is a type of love that I need. This is not meant to take away from anyone else related to me or who cared for me when my mother couldn't. I love you 
and wouldn't be here today without you. I'm just really excited about my relationship with my mother. Little Demi needs this. Congratulations to Demi. Congratulations to your mom, to both of your sobriety, and to trying your best to live the rest of your lives with this positive and loving connection. This is the type of story we need more of in Bachelor Nation. All right, folks, let's get to my featured clip of the day. This is Ari explaining why he was ditched, dumped by his client because he was on The Bachelor. Have a listen. Fired over his Bachelor gig. So as you might know, in 2016, Ari posted this. Boom, I'm a realtor settling into my winter career and loving it, showing this nice home in Arcadia this weekend. Need an agent? Well, uh, one of the biggest, I think, things for any agent is trying to get listings, trying to get a client to give you the commission, and then, of course, hopes that you sell it at a price that you get a high commission. And with Ari, I mean, he's probably, when you look at his website, operating homes that are one to five, maybe even $10 million. I have no idea what his average home sells for which could be a easy six, uh, a low to mid six figure commission. Why do I know this? I watch Selling Sunset. I know how real estate works. Um, anyway, so here's what he had to say. I'm going to share this for you right now. This was a text message he received. Uh, he said, how about tomorrow afternoon? I am out of town for a wedding this weekend. So I want to make sure I'm on top of this before I take off. Then this client, it's a woman, I believe, said, let's plan on meeting after you return from the wedding. I don't want to plan anything right now because I don't know what my meeting is about with co corporate. She spelled that cooperate. Just message me when you return and we'll set a date for the meeting. I got a call coming in. Have a safe trip. And then yesterday, I believe this was, the person said, are I just saw a video of a program that I never watched called The Bachelor. The fact that she called it a program makes me feel like it is an older lady. I'm not saying she's got lead poisoning. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying she's a boomer. A lot of boomers are getting upset out there. No war against boomers. Just let me buy, let me have one of your third homes that, you know, you bought for $17 in a bale of hay. Uh, <laughs> quit hoarding it all, boomers. Give me some. Anyway, uh, the person said this. I just seen, I just seen a video of a program that I never watched called The Bachelor. And I came across you and other women, including a woman that says that you are her husband and that you have three kids together. Is this true? You know, trying to unearth some wild conspiracy. Did you meet somebody on a dating program and have three children together? He said, yep, that's me. And I'm sure he's thinking, yeah, you probably really like me now, now that I'm famous. And then she says, oh, then I'm so sorry to inform you that I don't think I want anyone that has been on national TV to help me sell my home. I don't think that it would work out having a celebrity like you helping me. I do apologize, but no thanks. Best of luck to you and your wife. Now, chances are, and again, I'm gonna tell you, Ref Dave, as honest as possible, where I side on all of this, but any client can decide to get rid of their real estate agent, I would believe, and maybe you could let me know, depending on your jurisdiction, for whatever reason. They have to trust them. They're selling in which, in most cases, what is their most expensive or, or highest valued asset that they have. Um, although, to be quite honest, in, in, a, in a market which is still kind of a seller's market, I don't know, you could argue this, it's kind of, a, you know, it's kind of in a topsy-turvy time, but in this market, you think if the home's worth 1.1 million, he's going to sell it for 1.1 million. Like things either go at asking or slightly below right now. It doesn't seem like it's a 
rocket scientist level education to sell a home. All right, don't get the realtors after me. I don't want to go to probate court. You don't need to take my deposit or whatever. Um, you know, see you at inspection, sucker. Um, but no, but seriously, I mean, yeah, sure, there's paperwork and you need you need you need you need to be uh, an agent of the state and all that jazz, right? But it's like, come on, we're not we're not uh, recoding. I don't know. It's this isn't Newton's third law. This is we're selling property, right, folks? You sign on the dotted line, you pay that person, it's pre-approved, have a false story, you sell to someone else, right? We're not selling hundred million dollars. I mean, maybe this was a really big home and it would have been life-changing money for him. How will they survive? I'm not really sure. But his response was. Don't understand how being a celebrity, her words, does to hurt selling this person's home. But whatever, being a realtor is a trip sometimes. And I agree with Ari. I mean, it uh, him being a celebrity should do nothing to stop the sale of, sale of her home. If anything, a lot of people, I've seen this, there's sort of a pipeline that people take. Now, a lot of women will take a pipeline that is not everybody, but it, it goes from being a bottle service girl, like a hot girl at a club, which, you know, if you have a social media following, you bring thirsty men to the club. This is how it works. And you get your commission because those men spend a lot of money because they're idiots and they have egos and deep pockets and whatever. So when I see selling Sunset, and I could be wrong. I see, I see some people on Selling Sunset, the reality, the, the realtor show, where they've got all of these clients that are worth all this money. And I'm like, how the hell did they meet them? Well, A, they met them because they dabble in celebrities because they're beautiful. And you have, you know, pro athletes that make a lot of money that are surrounded by people. Let me just put it this way. You ain't meeting them at the library. Okay, folks. And then you might have people that worked in bottle service or bartenders or high end sort of um, late night club activity who meet these wealthy men. And then all of a sudden they're done. Their days are done uh, working in those CD clubs. And they say, well, I know like 2000 rich people. Why don't I just sell them homes? You know, and that's how that happens. So in in Ari's case, in part, some of his Rolodex must be people that know him from the show. They go, well, I got to sell my home. Uh, my wife loves The Bachelor. Let's go with this Ari guy. We don't know how to spell his last name. Let's call him Ari Jr. And then he sells their home. So clearly there must be a benefit to being The Bachelor when it comes to having that equity. And by equity, I mean large email lists, social media. So if I'm trying to sell my home, I might consider Ari. Now, if I've got a home I'm trying to sell and maybe I don't want public scrutiny over it, I don't know why. Do I have a unpermitted... Uh, 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 you know, additional dwelling unit. Did I turn the garage into a workspace without pulling permit? I don't, I don't know, folks. I don't know. Or am I just ultra conservative? And I see some guy on a show, you know, banging people in a yurt or whatever the hell they did. Did they bang in a yurt? What was it? Either way, you know, do they, you know, uh, you might see that and go, well, I don't want us. This is bad karma. Like, I don't know where she falls when it comes to the bachelor program. But I looked this up very quickly. Let's share this with you guys. Nine things, nine things clients expect from their real estate agent. Number one, be available. Ari's available. Number two, schedule multiple open house appointments and follow-up meetings. I'm sure he can do that. Number three, be educated on the market. He's been a real estate agent for a long time. Number four, help get a client pre-approved for lending. She doesn't need that. She's selling the home, not buying. Number five, have a defined marketing plan. He's got an Instagram following. Clearly, he's uh, famous. He's an Instagram husband. Number six, handle negotiations and close the deal. We know he closed the deal multiple times. That's the problem. You know, you hate it if he sells somebody homes and then takes it back and sells it to somebody else. That's a different story. Number seven, manage 
manage the inspection. He can do that. He's inspected plenty of property. Number eight, make closing day easy. Number nine, recommend vendors. And I actually pulled up a number 10. Uh, they didn't have this year. Uh, nine things clients expect from their real estate agent. And the, you know, I like rules of 10. The number 10 one I have is get engaged to Becca dump Becca, then get engaged to Lauren, multiple kids, second home in Hawaii, PPP. That's what I've got. Uh, and it looks like he fits the bill, folks. Either way, was this video bottom feeding or was this video, uh, you know, just the right amount of feeding? Was this bottom feeding or middle feeding? Or some might argue, was this top feeding? Maybe I'm a top feeder at this point. I can't tell the quality so good. And as you know, in true Swifty fashion, let's end with some Taylor Swift news. Yesterday, she had her red carpet premiere in my town of Los Angeles uh, for her concert tour. Taylor Swift era's tour concert film arrives a day early as reviews come in. That's right. They're increasing the showings. They did a real big F you to the production companies that rule Hollywood. They essentially went straight to AMC and said, hey, we got a show for you. Do you guys want to air it? And AMC is like, to heck we do. And, you know, they're probably making more money. It takes out the middleman in the new world that we live in, which is not needing production houses to print film. You know, they used to literally print film and then had to like ship it to the, uh, you know, to the movie theaters. Of course, I, I sound old explaining how it was done, but it's like now they can literally just send a little Dropbox file and be like, here's the film, put it on your screens. And she's making a fortune. She's printing money. She's sharing it with everyone else. They say due to unprecedented demand, we're opening up early access showing of the Eras Tour concert film on Thursday in America and Canada. The pop star wrote on Instagram, the LA premiere of the movie Wednesday was predictably packed with stars and Swifties alike. And reviews are starting to come in. The New York Times called it perfect viewing for newcomers and super fans alike. According to USA Today, the entire film offers a front row seat at the grandeur. Yesterday, we shared with you guys a trailer, and of course, you can only hear the audio, but I'm telling you, it is crystal clear. I mean, I... I I'm I'm excited. I don't know when I'm going to see it because you know we don't want to. I don't want to be there the first weekend when it's just a bunch of crazy people crying. This is our song, our song. You know what? I don't need to be there for that, but I'm for sure going to love this movie. Uh, the movie is a compilation of Swift's shows at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. It's already broken a number of presale records. And here's what's perfect about it. She got to do with the whole first part of her tour. And then on the end of her tour, I know it's going to pick up again next year, which is insane. But at the end of her tour, they shot the cameras and, and you know, recorded all of it. According to theater chain Cinemark, domestic presale records are more than 10 times higher presales than any other cinema engagement event. AMC announced that the concert film broke its record for highest ticket sales revenue in a single day. On top of the movie and the tour, Swift's newest album, a re-recording of 1989, is set to come out October 27th. Taylor Swift shits money. All right, folks, that's going to be it for me. We'll be back tomorrow. Catch you on tonight's live streams before the show and after the show. In the meantime, you're going to want to stick around. We're going to end this week on a bang tomorrow. We got a lot of content to get to. We'll see you then. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. <laughs>